0: WFYI podcast brought to you by Bloomington, Indiana, an American college town offering food and drink, college sports, outdoor activities, live music, cool art and good times daily. Everyone is welcome in Bloomington. More information at visitbloomington.com.
1: This is WFYI News Now. It's December 11th and I'm Abriana Heron. Later in the show an internship program for students with physical disabilities, started at Ball State University 10 years ago and now includes students from over 40 colleges.
0: We all shared a similar struggle going out in the world, but we were all kind of
1: united in that. That's coming up, but first, these headlines. A new website allows the public to engage in the ongoing overhaul of I-65 and I-70 in downtown Indianapolis. The Rethink Coalition was created in response to plans to rebuild the interstate interloop downtown. When originally constructed in the 1960s, the highways cut through neighborhoods and displaced families and businesses. Brenda Frege is the president and CEO for the Rethink Coalition.
0: If we do this and we get all this accomplished, it will change Indianapolis for a very long time.
1: Proponents say the changes could provide opportunities for new housing, businesses, and green space. The new images are the next step of visualization after a feasibility study from 2021. The state awarded more than 6 million dollars to support victims of sexual assault through two grant programs. Violet Cumberwilden reports the money will support rape crisis centers and nonprofits that deal with services, intervention, and assistance to victims of sexual assault.
0: The Indiana Criminal Justice Institute awarded more than 6.8 million to more than 2 dozen organizations throughout the state through two separate grant programs. The first is the Sexual Assault Services Program. It allocates nearly $900,000 to 11 statewide organizations. This cycle of funding will be used for statewide advocacy services and sexual assault programming. Another program, the Sexual Assault Victim Assistance Fund, allocates over $5.9 million to 17 statewide organizations. This funding will be used for things like shelters, counseling, and crisis lines. The money will be made available to the organizations in January. For Indiana Public Broadcasting, I'm Violet comber Wylin.
1: The FDA approved a new gene editing treatment for sickle cell disease. The disease is a genetic blood disorder that affects mostly black patients in the U.S. Farah Usury reports ensuring access to the treatment is top of mind for patients and doctors. The new gene-editing therapy will be extremely expensive, more than $2 million. The majority of sickle cell patients in the U.S. are on government insurance, and it's unclear whether those plans will cover it. Dr. Lydia Pecker of Johns Hopkins says sickle cell disease is incredibly complex and patients must have the proper aftercare in place.
0: A comprehensive care model where we, we really ag- aggressively address complex chronic pain needs can change healthcare care utilization patterns for this population.
1: Pecker says a cure without care jeopardizes the freedom this new treatment promises. Farah side effects Public Media. And for our final story today, an internship program for students with physical disabilities was created 10 years ago at the Gregory S. Ferrybox Center at Eskenazi Health. It began at Ball State University and has since grown to include students from over 40 colleges. Aubrey Wright reports on the program's work and its impact.
0: Like all college seniors, Paige Moore is a little nervous about life post-graduation. What is she going to do? That's always the big scary question. A neuroscience major at Indiana University, she wants to study how diet impacts the brain. As the conversation continues, she flicks her eyes back and forth to her sign language interpreter. I say I'm hard of hearing. As a student with a disability, she says she didn't have a lot of options for paid experience. But then she found the Gregory S. Fairbox Center. And so it felt like the perfect match. She'll graduate with three full-time internships on her resume. The Ferrybach Center is connecting students with physical disabilities to internships in Indianapolis. Each summer about 65 students work in full-time paid internships. Director Larry Markle says the internship program has accepted almost 200 college students.
2: Really the purpose behind the Ferrybach Center's internship program is to make sure really highly talented, qualified college students with physical disabilities get access to quality internships.
0: Markle says that by getting these students internships, they become better candidates for employment after graduation. About one in five college students report having a disability. And when they finish college, jobs are typically harder to find. The employment rate for people with disabilities is half that of people without disabilities.
2: There's a perception that exists in general that individuals with disabilities aren't capable of or you know, not fully capable of performing uh, or being responsible for the job-related tasks in a, in, a, in a workplace.
0: That's Carlos Taylor. He leads the Fairbox Center's internship program. The center provides students with accommodations for their disability. Students may have disabilities relating to sight, hearing, mobility, or orthopedics.
2: You know, we hope to foster an environment for college students with physical disabilities where the disability is is not the primary focus.
0: Students have access to accommodations such as workplace technology and free transportation. Some students, like Moore, are connected with sign language interpreters. Moore's favorite part about her internships was free housing on IUPUI's campus. She says she found community there where they all had to overcome a disadvantage. We all shared a similar struggle going out in the world, but we were all kind of united in that. The center also takes care of something people with disabilities have to consider carefully. When and how they tell prospective employers about their status. Markle says the center's 39 partners don't mind. They include companies like Eli Lilly, the Indiana Pacers, and Eskenazi Health. They've asked for more Fairbox Center interns and hired some after graduation.
2: So we're seeing a high rate of students with physical disabilities who've participated in the program um, find equitable employment after their internship.
0: The center also offers interns professional development, Sometimes they talk about things like financial literacy, and other times they get into how to receive accommodations at work.
2: But we want to help them think about that ahead of time so that they aren't scrambling and trying to figure out what do I do next, how do I do this, what should I say, what shouldn't I say.
0: Moore says she has some concerns about working after graduation before going to grad school, but she's built up her resume. But I feel like the Fifth year Bach program have given me the tools to work through that and to navigate that job search. The Farabakh Center will accept another cohort of 65 interns next summer. For Indiana Public Broadcasting, I'm Aubrey Wright.
1: That's all for today's episode of WFYI News Now. Our podcast is produced by the following people who live in your community. Darian Benson, Drew Dodlin, Kendall Antron, who composed the music for this podcast, and me, Aubriana Heron. Our news director is Sarah Neal Estes. If you like today's episode, remember to subscribe and share and follow WFYI on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube to check in on our newsroom throughout the day. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow.